today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. Interesting article uh, in Driving uh, by David Booth and Lorraine Sommerfeld. You know her. Uh, driving debate. Is it really distracted driving when your phone is dead? Puzzling BC distracted driving conviction raises some eyebrows. And joining us now to talk about all of this, Lorraine Sommerfeld is with us, auto writer with Post Media, Mother Load column in the spec, and host of the Lemonade Car Show. She's with us now. Lorraine, thanks for the time as always. Much appreciated. How you doing? I'm doing well. What are your thoughts? If you, you know, this, and, and we should break this down a little bit. Uh, this person was driving around and they had their earbuds in. Both earbuds, yeah. Both earbuds in, and I'm guessing the cordless earbuds, uh, but who knows? Um, well, they, actually, no, they were corded. They were corded. Oh, yeah, so which makes them even them. even makes them more visible. Yeah. So he gets pulled over by police in British Columbia, and he gets charged with distracted driving. Uh, he points to his phone, which is, I guess, in the console and not uh, mounted on a thing where it's supposed to be mounted. I'm going to ask you about that, too, a little yeah. later on, um, and, and what the conditions are around that. So he says to the cop, but my, my phone's dead. So uh, the cop said, so what? And he writes him a ticket anyway. Um, so does it matter if the, the phone is dead? I mean, that's one issue. But also, apparently in British Columbia, you can only drive with one earbud in at a time. Yeah. So, but he, was he charged with, is that part of the charge? Or is the charge that he had a phone that was dead? Um, his he was still charged because the phone was within reach. He could have used it. That's the, the wording is intentionally kind of vague because yeah. there's so the technology is moving so quickly. And David Boop jumped all over it and said, "That's crazy! You can't even have a dead phone beside you. That's nonsense." And I said, "Hang on, the law in British Columbia, you can't have two earbuds in. So right. Maybe they charged him with the wrong thing." But I talked to a cop out here. He's a background guy for me, and he said, "Cops can't touch your phone. They they can't determine if it's dead or not." At ah. least in Ontario. So this guy, hmm. I know that's his defense, but I'm going to drive a truck through it. Like it's, there's no way of knowing. Yeah. If it was on, I guess he could have held it up and hit it and say, "See, like nothing's coming on. It's dead." Could have, but I mean, there's you can download apps for anything that will make your phone say anything. That's how we hide <laughs> stuff from our spouses and our parents, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> um, the fact that <laughs> see, I wouldn't know that. My kids would, but yeah, I you exactly. Know. You know, our kids are all over this. Trust me. But they, um, it's. So David went head to head on it because he he's yes it's you know is this civil rights is this you know going too far, but um, maybe they should have charged him with the two earbuds in and and in Ontario we don't have the law that you can't have two earbuds in. Right. However, if you don't hear sirens and stuff around you, you could be busted <laughs> with something else under the HTA. Yeah. So it's the same spirit of the law. Like they're the same. You have to be aware of your surroundings. So is there really anything different about this case? Is there anything? Uh, does David have a point here? Um, ethically, maybe like if that's he's buying that this guy's phone was dead, mm. and, and I'm not necessarily buying that. Right. Because, um, the cop couldn't actually pick up the phone and check. I have. I thought they had the right to actually touch your phone and see if you have chatted. In Ontario, they can't. I didn't know no. that. No. It can be subpoenaed by law in the event of a collision right. to prove you were texting, but this is like um, shoplifting juries that want DNA. Like They're not going there unless it's something huge. Like right. This. You know, there's a high degree of damage or fatalities or injury, but 
Um, I mean, David, I, I said David's wrong, but I always say that. It's <laughs> just the best way to debate sure. David Booth, right? What the heck? So, I mean, this went up to BC Supreme Court, and this guy will keep trying. And I mean, the other thing was he had his phone tossed in a cubbyhole on the dash of his Mercedes. And technically, it has to be in a proper cell phone holder. And right. again, this is the, the reading of the law. He had it flying around. You know what happens. Your phone flips off the seat and goes under the floor mat. You're yep. trying to get it. There's yeah. a reason it's supposed to be in a holder. And so, of course, David moved right to, well, on a motorcycle, I have two earbuds in. You're allowed to on a motorcycle. It's not the same. Wow. Thing. Man, yeah. he's coming at you left and right here. Holy smokes. So, <laughs> so on a So on a motorbike in BC, you can have two earbuds in. Yes. And a lot of times you're talking to your uh, either it's your right your passenger your phone, you're talking to your passenger so no it, it doesn't apply to motorcycles it applies to um, car vehicle drivers so where is this case going where did it go it, it got turned down again the guy lost again and a similar one happened a few years ago we've got a new law that came in effect January 1st bill c46 and it goes a long way and there's a lot of court cases lining up to fight different parts of this law because it gives police uh, more tools and more teeth mm. to go after impaired drivers and distracted drivers parts of it are going to absolutely be thrown out because the law does go too far but as i said to david we're going to have to go too far to find the middle ground yeah and good point that's what that's what this is about is in order to make it stick because impaired is causing more death and injury or sorry, distracted yeah. causing more death and injury than impaired. Yeah. So we're not getting the message, and people are dying constantly because they won't get off the damn phone. That is so. a startling stat, isn't it? When you think about it, considering how you know how much effort we put into anti-drinking and driving campaigns, yeah. and yet people are killing each other more with devices in their hands than they are oh. anything. I think there's far more people addicted to their phone than to alcohol. Good point. Yeah, no, absolutely <laughs> right. Uh, so do we need consistency with these laws across the country? I mean, should it, you know, I mean, I guess every province has their own their own laws and such, but something like this, it reminds me of like the humble trucking uh, regulation thing. Is this one of those things that it should be, uh, it, it should be consistent across the country? Well, C- C-46 is a federal law. Um, the, the nice thing with Canada is most of the provinces are pretty much in line with each other. We don't, we don't really go off course very much. Some of the, the American states are crazy in the differences they have in their statutes. Yeah. Uh, the provinces are pretty consistent. You can drive across this country and not get into much trouble you know, any more than you would at home because we are quite similar. I mean, one earbud and two earbuds, I mean, that's, you know, that's kind of small. Um, I wouldn't want to take power away from provinces. Um, I think, you know, you get to govern yourself. You elect the government. Sometimes you get stuck with those governments, but you elect them, so they should be setting their laws. But Canada is fairly consistent. Uh, as you mentioned, once uh, uh, recreational cannabis became legalized, uh, the Trudeau government, uh, I'm not sure to distract from that or if it was just something that was needed or, or, or what have you, but then uh, all of a sudden ramped up all of the laws for uh, impaired and for uh, distracted driving and such. Um, do you think do you think they that they have gone too far? Will it get to the point where we will see some of these uh, cases thrown out? Um, parts of some of these cases are going to be thrown out um, because they do they do give the cops a lot of power. You can be in your home, and th- what they're trying to do... Yeah, the whole two-hour thing. Yeah, but I mean, there's a Where they can come and get you two hours after, you know, they don't have to catch you in the car anymore. No, but the thing is, is to get people who 
purposely drive home. They power back a couple of shots, get in their car and drive home because it wouldn't register till they get home because your blood alcohol level goes up. Oh, after. right. So it's to catch those people who, and the thing is... If is there that many of those them, people? So wait a sec. So these are people that make, this is an art form. So there They've are people... So wait a minute, you're telling me there's people that throw shots back yeah. and, and then drive home yeah. because it won't register till later. Exactly, they do. And it's the same thing, if they're in a collision, they'll slug back a shot on the road because the cop won't know when they had that alcohol, whether it was before or after the collision. They go, oh, I just took a shot to calm my nerves, that's why I smell like vodka. And that's what C-46 was about, closing those loopholes. If you're sitting in your living room, cops not going to walk in and bust you for having yeah. a beer. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. You did a hit and run on your way home half an hour ago? Maybe. Yeah. yeah. No, I hear you. So, so uh, and, and, you know, I'm not sure how many people realize what the penalty is for distracted driving, phones, texting, dialing, whatever. Uh, like, they have really jacked up. I mean, it's, yeah. it's up to 1000 bucks. but here's Pretty the other high. thing. For the first time, and three-day license suspension. Yeah. yeah so they to, had to get real about it because that's the real part to me. It's not the oh, fine. Yeah. It's like no, you're walking for three days. Oh yeah. You know what the real part is? Whether your insurance bill comes in. The yeah. Insurance market has just hardened up. They're looking for reasons not to insure you. Yeah. They have to insure you, but they will charge you a fortune. Half the companies right now, the insurance companies, are doing everything to just kick new business off because it's it's too hard to write. So. You're, you're a real kicker. You may hate the fine. You may hate the demerit. Way that your insurance comes in, you're going to be an untouchable. Yeah, it'll be like drinking and driving. Oh, yeah. It's you know, and it has to be. It's the stupidest thing in the world. It is very odd. It, it it's so dumb. And you and see it. You, the funny thing is, is you still see it all the time. Oh, constantly. And I mean, we did a big revamp to include marijuana which really isn't that big a deal. And someone's going to get all up in my face about that. But the cops have been dealing with this yeah, for it's nothing years. New. Yeah. There's no jack in the rates of what they're pulling over people who are smoking pot. Most of the charges are because the pot is in the car and someone else is holding it. And you're not allowed to. It has to be in the trunk. Yeah. Um, so, you know, with an access to the driver, you can't have that. So there's, there's no huge, you know, jacked up rates of, you know, pot use in the cars and stuff. That's not, and it's still alcohol to pot. I think the last stat I read this morning, because I'm writing about this for 420 on Saturday, um, one jurisdiction, 396 alcohol pullovers, two cannabis. I mean, the numbers are just, you know, will they change? They so what are you writing for 420? Something auto-related or oh, 420 yeah. related? No, for 420, for what's going on since the introduction and what the fines will be. So I'll tell people right. you know, what to expect. But also 15% of Canadians use pot and that hasn't changed in the past year so there's not a huge you know run to the the pot shops to the pot shop that isn't open um lineups are on the block out near me i'm like hey my kids (laughs) yeah really (laughs) that's it driving by to see who's in line (laughs) oh man all right so um uh, again pretty stiff fines here and, and penalties for distracted driving do we have any stats yet because again as you mentioned the stats were this is relatively new i guess but mm-hmm. the stats were uh, you know exceeded those of um, of impaired driving uh, in in the in the fatalities that come from texting and driving when are we going to know if if this has worked if this is working well Stats can is notoriously behind usually. They're getting better. It used to be three or four years out of date. They are getting better. And I'm actually going back and forth with them right now in emails because they have a stat that makes no sense to me. So we're duking that one out. Um, 
police will post usually their numbers. You can see that um, OPP and then CBC and everyone picks it up and CTV. So we'll see um, roadside numbers coming in before we're going to see uh, stats can stuff coming in. But um, so do we have, you know, just from what you've heard anecdotally, uh, are, are people getting the message about distracted driving? Is this, are, are these severe penalties, do they appear to be working? You know what? They only came in in January, yeah. and I'm going to wager probably not. <laughs> yeah. It is just proving to be absolutely impossible to get the phone out of people's hands. And I, I don't know. I don't know what will make them do it. I mean, all the ad campaigns in the world, like the carrot's not working, doesn't look like the stick in is either. I think losing your car for longer, losing your license, losing your phone. Yeah, you can go buy another one, but man, all the stuff you got stored in there. I don't know. If I'm standing on the side of the road, uh, what do I want to give up? My phone or my car? Yeah. You know, here, interesting, uh, take my phone. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we'll leave you with your phone because you'll need that to call for a ride. Yeah. You know, like that, like, I mean, my goodness, that's, uh, you know, that has to change behavior. Well, you look at the stunt driving laws, which are also called unconstitutional, and everybody fights them, and they take your, you know, at roadside, you lose your car for a week. Yeah, and that's the whole thing is you haven't been convicted yet, and yet you've lost yeah. something. So, so that, is, and that's where the that's where the debate is. Oh yeah, but look at who's still doing it. It's kids, boys who are like eighteen, twenty one, driving daddy's car. Mm. And I mean, we see the headlines. I swear, there's a club somewhere that they all want to get into by how fast they. We're going over. Like, yeah. get this headline. I swear they must be competing for it. Yeah. But, you know, going 283 kilometers an hour, that group, they don't care yet. They're Teflon. They yeah. don't pay their insurance. They don't pay for the cars when they wrap them around the poles. So yeah. there is a subset of kids. And frankly, it's young boys, like young men. That's what drives up the rates. And they're the ones. Those bastard young men again. They're the ones still. We Jeez. all have too much to lose. You're not going to do that. You're not going to do 200, you know. Kilometer is not on a track because you got too much to lose. It, uh, it's bizarre. All right. Yeah. So, what about technology and the and the auto manufacturers themselves? Can they not alleviate this problem? Are they not setting the stage and the platform for all this happening? Can they make this safer? Well, I, I think what they've done is they've created their own problem. There's so much tech loaded into the cars that can do all these things. Now they have to respond. They can make your car connected and keep you informed. Now they have to make sure your car doesn't kill you when you're driving it. But at least, you know, like your phone, at least your phone's not in your, you know, it's in your pocket. It's not flapping around your dash. It's like it's all in the console there. I'm looking at everything on the screen there between uh, the passenger seat and the driver's seat. So what's the problem? Why can't we, why can't we eliminate this problem with technology in the vehicle? I, I think um, Ford's coming out with a new truck in the summer. I got to get my hands on it, where you can hit a button and the screens all go dark. You can just see what speed you're doing. And my boyfriend actually does that in every car we drive. He's got some ADD going on, and there's too much, so he blackens the screen out. And it's brilliant. It's a really good thing, especially at night on road trips where it's glaring. Yeah, it's really bright. So it's a really good thing to get rid of but all again, that nonsense. you know, who, who's going to do that? I mean, we're wow. going to want, no, no, I can't, can't we fit another I, screen in here? Is I there... don't know. And that's what's happening. Like they're creating their own monster and yeah. yes, and no one's going to go backwards. They all want to be the first one to have this stuff. So yeah. now we have someone like Volvo putting a camera in, you know, in the cabin so they can catch you if you're drunk. We've got Volvo one to put a speed restrictor on cars. Um, everyone is making it the, you know, 
you'll break before you hit someone ahead of you. You've got lane departure so that you can text properly without hitting somebody. Um, everything that is trying to save you is really a repercussion of something that you're misusing to try and do something other than driving. Uh, is there much record of people who were distracted by the manufacturer's equipment in the car? Tesla's a good one. I mean, <laughs> well, they just go to sleep. <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> At they the end of the day, no. But I mean, is it is it always somebody who's got a physical phone in their hand, uh, their oh, iPhone, no, no, or whatever? No, it's, no, because you or figure, is it people like you know? Is it any different than hitting the presets on your old radio? Um, I think it's very different, and it's the same. Like technically, eating, drinking, changing the station can all be distracted if your eyes are off the road. And that's always been there. You're right. But you you think down, changing the station on the radio, you had five choices, bang, bang, with a button. And yeah. you knew exactly where they were. We don't have buttons anymore. We have screens. Yeah. You have to go down through three screens to put <laughs> the heat up. To scroll down, them, yeah. Which is crazy. So we've got people jamming away on their GPS, but your phone is integrated with your car. And so everything you can do on your phone, you can pretty much do on your car now. So the, the systems work together, which is a selling point. You know, you can use Apple. You can use... You know, mm. like they want all these systems, which is great, unless you're taking your focus off the road. And even Bluetooth, when you're not holding your phone, your head is in that conversation. It's not on what's going on around you. Yeah. They've proven it. They know. But there's no way they can ta- take that out of people's cold, dead hands unless that's specifically what it becomes. Good point. Uh, I'm watching an advertisement the other day. I think it's for Infinity. I'm not sure. But it's a luxurious car of some sort. And they basically say, hey, man, your cars are to use, they're to drive, they're to enjoy, they're to live in. And it's got a guy eating a burger or something in his car while he's driving. And, you know, I thought, well, that's kind of cool. He's slopping mess all over his new car. But is that not distracted driving? Well, it is, and I'm surprised that they did that. Yeah. Because they shouldn't. It's the same if I have a photo in the paper and don't have my seatbelt on. Even if I'm not moving, someone will complain. Like, we're supposed to put forward the Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I haven't even put it in reverse yet. Give me a break. Oh, yeah. No. Someone. <laughs> there's. Oh, there's. There's people. <laughs> there's Lorraine with her belt on and her helmet on before she even Always. test drives. Oh, yeah. All right. What are you driving now? An edge. I think we we're talking. Last oh, you still time. got the edge. Had it. All right. Edge. All right. You know we're talking a lot when you're still on the same car. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> All right, Lorraine. Thanks for the time. As always, much appreciated. Lorraine Summerfelt with his auto writer, post media, motherload column in the spec, and host of the Lemonade Card Show. Uh, in driving, the latest with her and David Booth. Uh, the driving debate is it really distracted driving when your phone is dead? Better the phone than you, I guess. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.